Welcome to The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. Do you ever wonder what everything means in your life? We each have a uniquely defined path led by a higher power with a wealth of messages that are ours alone to interpret. Your host, Barbara Cook, has followed these messages from a very young age. Now she is ready to enlighten you with what she has learned and help you find the messages that are right for you by sharing the wisdom of Jesus Christ. Now, here is Barbara Cook. Hi, it's Barbara Cook. Thanks for joining me this Tuesday. And uh, thank you for being a part of the School of Thought Consciousness. We are looking to have a series of learning and, and uh, experimenting and practicing together in different ways that, that I found have worked over the years magnificently. And I just wanted to share. I want the opportunity to see others just uh, having um, these great um, experiences. And therefore, we can uh, start together, train together. Um, last week, we were talking about um, so many different subjects, and I was hoping and wondering that perhaps some of you have even gone ahead and used some of those things that we discussed. And if anybody wanted to call in and let's have a conversation about these things, I would love that, of course. What we're doing um, as a rule is being in the flow. It's less resistance is always the way. Since early childhood, I've had this. I was always the one that was going in the opposite direction, saying, I think it's a better way. I think it's a better way. And in those years, um, found out that it actually was, but still had to concede to <laughs> doing it the way others needed me to do it. But as I grew up and found my own way, this is when my life started to really, really zing, if you will. And zing it is, often wearing a seatbelt and Sometimes getting so exciting to take the seatbelt off and just live life as it's designed to live without the cautions and without all the um, preparedness that others go ahead and do to accomplish an outcome, an outcome that might be for others and not for yourself. So as we move on and your way is different than my way, but we're all, um, again, discussing what we did last week about we're all the same. We're all in the same heading down the river in different boats. We're all heading to the right destination. Uh, we're all uh, waving at each other along the way. And as we do, we help each other along the way. Your way uh, may have benefit in my life as mine is in your life. And we can do this together. We can learn this together. So this is what I've been doing. And I'm really excited to be able to share it with you. Um, we, we're at a critical time right now. The great changes that are evolving in our world through the chaos that we see out there. It's okay. It, it, it's going to flow into the greatness of what we're making it because because of those crises that are happening, we're making the world a better place in its place. It too shall pass like all of history does. And then we are there to help rebuild and protect a place for us, our grandchildren, to be, to, to design a better garden, if they say, a, a better garden. Yeah. More bloom, uh, less trouble. Uh, that's the way life should be. So uh, again, I welcome you to be with me this Tuesday and each Tuesday as we come along, we'll have different subjects, of course, as we try to back up one week with another week for a purposeful learning. So today, um, I wanted to reiterate about cultivate your thinking. This is kind of big because like the garden, um, you need to cultivate the weeds and, and, and groom the garden for its beauty and its content. And the same with your own mind. If your mind is filled with stuff that no longer matters and your mind is a part of the problem, the things that we just keep thinking, we just keep thinking these things over and over. And it's like, we know better. We know better. Why is that? Well, that comes from having a belief system that is providing you experiences to prove your belief system. So if you keep getting the same old, same old, and it's not what you want, then let's consider removing it by eliminating the thinking that causes it. And that's in your belief systems. Not everything that um, that is in there is accurate and true, by the way. 
many of us hold our beliefs um, with great value and, and that we should for many. But for those people who have been having a series of not so good events, let's be more aware of the things you want and stop speaking about the things that you do not want because you're going to get those as easily, more easily actually, because we do it with such emotion. We are quick to tell people what we don't want with great passion. And that can be manifested more quickly like a rocket ship. So if you're going to be manifesting something in your life, make sure it's something that you actually desire and send it off with a rocket ship with that energy and the power and the excitement behind it. That is a force that gets manifested. So if we manifest whatever is in our most emotions, it seems to me we'd be more aware and more mindful of what that is. And that calls us into a mindfulness so that we can uh, be more uh, conscious of what we are thinking and the outcomes that we are expecting. We're so quick to um, degenerate actually our thinking uh, tell people how bad everything is or this terrible thing happened. And so you go online and you do your uh, social media and complain worldwide about the horrible things that are happening. And then other people add on to your complaints. And the next thing you know, you know, we aren't uh, living our best life anymore. We're describing a life we actually do not care to be a part of. And we're gleefully explaining it to others. So let's not do that anymore. The less complaint, the better. We did a um, talk at the School of Thought Consciousness a few years ago, um, and it was about um, no complaining whatsoever. And it was a great thing. I, I had taken a course, actually. It wasn't my idea. I had taken a course many, many years ago, 20 years ago, on no complaining whatsoever. And that meant no complaining. So many, much good happens in your life when you do not take the time to complain about everything that is wrong or could be wrong or might be wrong or was wrong. So this 28 day course, and it was really kind of great because even if you had gone two or three days with no complaining whatsoever, that is really very good. And if you will go ahead and try that with me, I don't really want to do it again. I've done it twice. The first time took 68 or so days to do a 28 day um, program. And that's because if you did no complaining for seven or eight days or 12 days, I remember doing 16 days once, no complaining whatsoever. Yeah, life was really easy then because you got used to not complaining and, and things were less to be complained about. Yeah, that's true. And then something happened and I did complain. And I tried to get out of it. You know, I tried to say, well, no, I was just, you know, describing something. I wasn't actually complaining. I was just letting you know. I was just describing something. We make up all these different excuses because we did it in a group. And it was really quite funny about the different excuses we had as to, no, we weren't really complaining. So it took 68 days, I think, the first time to do a 28-day of com no complaints. But it was, it was so remarkable and so good. I stuck with it for a, probably a year or two. And that was really good because I lived alone and therefore there wasn't much to complain about, was there? But when you get into real life and there are other people all around you, it's a little tougher game. So we did it again, um, maybe 15 years later, and it was a lot tougher for me that then because I had real people in my life and around me. And um, it was a lot um, more difficult to do, fun to do though. And the, re the reward was, as you can imagine, Imagine what time it takes to complain about everything, listen to everybody else, reiterate it, and then carry on with their discussion so similar to it. And now you're in a ball of muck. And what did that do for anybody? So subtract this, take it away. And there you have balance, focus, flow, nice stuff to be living your life through. And this is, a, just be conscious of it. I'm thinking maybe that would be a nice a treat for yourself. Don't have to tell anybody if you don't want to. I actually think it's it's more fun to do it in a group and have more fun with it in that way. So just a, a freebie there for you, a good way to start making changes in your life. Because complaining is habitual, you know. 
It's a habitual. We get used to that. People get used to hearing it from us. And so that's what, you know, nothing we want to have others uh, pick up from us. So we can move on to um, a better flow. So here uh, in the School of Thought Consciousness uh, series, we're going to be talking about uh, everything from Jesus and the Bible and the things that we found that went right in things. And in that, perhaps we are just a little better at being the people that we want to be. You know, we, we design ourselves sometimes and sometimes we can't really keep up with what we design. And then we find out years later that that design wasn't even you to begin with. It was somebody else's design of what they wanted you to be. So let's take ourselves um, with us everywhere we go and not allow other people to change the things that are so great in you because it wasn't understood. It's still marinating. It's time to develop uh, as you go along. And as the years go along, you're going to be even better than that. So I'm almost 70 years old. I am just loving it. I have to tell you, um, I just have to tell you, I love this. What we have been doing, and I call myself we all the time because um, you might have noticed already, because I'm never alone. I'm always with guidance or I don't notice so many angels around, but I have guidance uh, all the time. And I don't know how the rest of you would do it without him, to tell you the truth. I look at your lives and I want, how do you know to do this or that without being told and or without being directed or guided in a way that uh, almost like being set up, you know, you get set up for stuff. Well, the Lord sets me up in these great ways and I just keep following the yellow brick road, if you will, or the golden footsteps and lead myself by daring to do what is unexpected, by daring to jump into the water because he said, not because you said, because I don't trust you, it's completely go jumping in. But him I do of all these years of making it work for me. Well, I was probably running, I don't know, not the wrong direction, but really an active and mischievous fun uh, direction, but always turned out right because I would always give it over or say, hey, you've got this, right? You've got this, right? So you don't need the formal prayers. They're with you always. You know, we have like an orchestra over our head and we are swimming in love. And we don't take the time as earthlings to witness that. And yet there it is. We have to go into meditation for that. No, we shouldn't have to be that silent and be that golden to reflect love from or to the very source that brings you to where you are, where you sit today, where you are sitting today. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a good place to be. You know, years ago, when things were a little shaky and I was learning to count on the trust, count on um, the direction, I was told quite often in an auditory way, you like with the ears of your heart, and I was told in this auditory way to look out your window, look where I planted you. So that meant, look out your window, I'm to add to the benefit of the planet by my good thoughts, my good thinking, and the love that I have. Not to be engaged in the, the horror out there that other people are witnessing because we all have our own game to play, if you will. And believe me, at this age, and of all the experiences, I did not sit on a shelf, my friends. I lived my life, and dangerously so. And after the, I had a death situation with colon cancer years ago, and after I survived all that, um, that's a whole story in itself, alone and um, without a lot of medical attention, I used my mind and my heart and my, my consciousness to survive. And after that, it was even more so. I trusted God so much at that point. He would say um, anything and I would go. I would have a craving for Chinese food and get up in the night and go get Chinese food only to find um, that a producer I needed to see and meet um, was there. 
It's like, oh my gosh, how does that work? But yet if I had not gotten out of bed on that impulse for Chinese food of all things, but it was, you know, that can be a big desire. And so I found a producer I was looking for, I was looking to make a video and I did. And um, it, it turned out lovely. The guy is from uh, a city that he hated the dog eat dog crime world there. And he came to where I live and, and opened a, a place here. And it was a beautiful thing. And, and that's I, what I call being set up. God will lead you like a donkey with a carrot in one direction to get you to the next direction where he wants you, where he's got it set up for you to meet the right people to make a life that he chooses for you too. It's not just your own design, you know? Yeah, he wants you to thrive. He wants you to go on and be great in his name. He wants you to be unafraid to act when you are stimulated. So I'm gonna get ready for a break right now. And on the other side of the commercial, I hope we can come back and talk about some of the things. I hope you'll call call in. I hope that you'll um, talk about some of the things that you were put to task to, and you know it was on a higher course from the guidance, and you can talk about it with me because I'd love to share it with other people. So thanks so much. I'll see you on the other side. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Make a personal connection with Barbara. It's not for sissies. But if you're on the fence and ready for the change, she can help you. Email barbaraworldtalk at outlook.com. Barbara is a self-proclaimed results junkie, also called a spiritual therapist. Barbara's sessions are just $95 for a half-hour session, although they may run longer because she wants to complete the work with her clients. Instead of being on a rigid schedule, Barbara has enough love for everyone. Email her today at barbaraworldtalk at outlook.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. We always invite you to share your stories, comments, and questions with us by phone during the live show or by email. Call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or reach out to Barbara Cook Talk at Outlook.com. Now, back to The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. Hi. We're back. I'm Barbara Cook, and we are here at The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. As we were discussing earlier, the different kinds of um, directions that we can take. Uh, some are guided and, and some are not guided, uh, at least aware that they are. And of course, uh, I see many um, that are and do not know that. And it's I am not always able to say anything or it's not right because people have their path as I have mine, and we have to um, take the initiative ourselves to go ahead and act on inspiration or not. And when we do, that's the only way we actually see the hands of God in our life. When we dare, that's how we see. Um, I like to introduce in, in what I do the another way. Uh, it's a way of joy. 
a way of committed joy. I, I, I demand it actually. I, I need it in my life. I can't, uh, it's like addicted. I'm very, um, uncomfortable where the waters don't flow beautifully and perfectly. Oh, I can handle all things again, because I have guidance, but uh, the beauty of it all is where you can share with others is that when things go right in your life, of course, we all want that, of course, but we also have to have the other side of it to, to bring about um, the God presence. I think, I mean, uh, most of us are aware that, um, there is and there is not. And for those people who uh, are happy and joyous and, and they have a presence in their life, it's their inner intelligence, their cosmic heavenly um, notifications that they have, whether it be um, some people just rely on astrology. Well, you guess what? That's God too. Guess what? Those are his stars. That's God too. God has given us every possible numerology. I love numerology. He has given us every possible way to get to know his world better. There's so many different ways to get there. Um, and it is through Jesus, as they say, um, I, I, for me, it is. Um, that's because he came to me so young. As I was a young child, I didn't know his name was Jesus. It was just this presence with me all the time. And I, I, I don't know if I was born with it or after I had that childhood incident I had talked about last week about getting hit by a car and uh, the angels put me in the road. Um, and um, I wasn't the same before, but I was certainly different after that because I was talking about angels and I thought everybody saw them too. And in that, um, I quickly learned that they do not and did not. And that was back in the fifties or uh, what my grandson calls the, the late 20th century or the mid 20th century. <laughs> so it's a long time ago. We weren't so open back then, but they were still in existence. They were still there. And as I had, um, listened more through the years, I learned that, yes, they are always there. Um, it's almost like a fun thing for them to do. It's like, I look at people who have just a, a, wonder, a, simply, a simply wonderful life doing nothing. And um, I think, gosh, their angels must be bored. I mean, just sleeping. And But mine are always on alert because they have to be um, always aware. Um, I used to um, race streetcars. Um, I probably wasn't supposed to, but um, I did and I loved it. I loved the excitement of it all. And uh, my life was saved a couple different times uh, by racing a hot car down the street uh, way too fast, um, drag drag racing, street, street racing, and uh, being 80 miles an hour and only in shifting into third gear when the car is sideways hitting trees, which would have been about 30 feet away. And then I hear the voice stomp on it. And I just stomped on it. The car had so much power that it spun around sideways straight into the road. And I took off like a real professional coming from what could have been a deadly crash. So, yeah. And I have learned to rely on that a lot. And in those situations where you don't have time, it is there for you. How many times? Again, tell me some stories. Tell me your story. How many times did life happen to you? And, um, when the shaking and the trembling stopped, you knew you, you were saved. You knew you were purposely saved because it has happened to me many and many times. And I don't look the part. I know that, that um, I look like a nice lady grandmother and such. But um, one of my friends even says, you look so normal. You know, you really look normal, though, he says. And, it, and it's true. It's my disguise. I'm also smart. So that's my disguise, you know. Um, it gets you through life. And when the few people that know you and love you just uh, cherish who you are and what you are, what better thing in the world is that? And I know that we say that and nothing is more valuable than that, but it truly is. It truly is because I've, I've been without it before for long periods and alone and where I got my godly strength, you know, being alone for so many years. And quite alone, uh, on purpose, by design, after I, I didn't die, I was very upset, actually. And I didn't want to live anymore. And I didn't want to live the game anymore. And that's when I was taught the new game. And it was so wonderful. I just wanted to share with others that if, you know, the promises in the Bible, if you, if you, if you do, he will. It's, you know, I wanted to be more clear on that this week, but 
it looks as though I'm not so far. Uh, thinking I'd like to do a whole thing on just those two or three promises that um, we'll work on and, and work together on. Um, if, if you have a problem and it's not going away, um, sometimes it's not something to act on right away. Sometimes it's supposed to marinate. Sometimes you're supposed to get it. And if you don't get it, it's not going to go away. That's not the way life works. It doesn't just fade away. You need to be on purpose. You need to even ask, what is this about? What I used to share with my group was that, um, show me, show me the good in this and do not answer your own question. Do not answer your own questions. So show me the good in this and stop thinking. And when you are doing something mindless and brainless for women, it's like what? Men maybe shaving, shampooing our hair, whatever, something. That's why I like doing the dishes manually. I don't, but what I used to. A lot of great stuff comes with this mindless activities. And you get your answers quite often this way. So ask these questions when you're confused and you don't know which way to go. You can say, which way do I go? I, I'm confused. I just don't know. I'm relying on you, God. What way do I do? And you just don't think. Let it rise. The embodied intelligence, the spirit that comes with you, the, the, the cylinders, the, all eight cylinders, mind, body, and spirit, let it rise for you. The answers will come right to you. You'll think you had a brilliant idea and a light bulb went off. And if you dare act on what it is, then you will find your solutions. And usually when God does it, it's a solution for everyone involved. And that's what I love about using that system. And it is a game. It's a system. You do this, I'll do that. You do this, I'll do that. Well, the thing is, he made promises, and he does. So when you can count on those, that's pretty big in the world that we're living in today. With this, I see so much deceit out there. People who don't even intend to tell the truth about whatever, you know, the job experiences for one, <laughs> you know, you hire someone who doesn't have the job experience that they were supposed to, that sort of thing too. And so I see in my world now, because I have been changed, I chose to see the changes. I chose to accept the inspirations that were given to me to be at the right place at the right time by doing something that did not make sense to anyone, but I did only to find that that was the test. That was the test. The very thing that we were taught as children not to do. What are you going to do? Listen to everybody? My, my dad used to say that all the time. You can listen to just anybody. Is that what you're going to do? And I didn't know because he didn't know who I was listening to. You know, but I seem to have gotten a lot of things right in life. I messed up a bit too, but it just all spun around into good because that's what I was trained to do. If you make a mistake, so what? It will spin around back for you. Open to it. Flow into, how am I going to get out of this? And don't do it yourself. Don't answer the question yourself. Don't act without being inspired to act. My grandfather used to say, if you don't, he's from Maine, a Maine accent, you might notice mine actually. Don't know what to do, don't do anything, he would say. If you don't know what to do, don't do anything. And then you don't have to make up for what you should not have done. Where most people's parents at that time when I was young were saying, well, you better do something quick. And then we would act without being sure and make mistakes. My grandfather said the opposite of that. And it always worked for me. That's why I like to sit and let things marinate for a little bit before I go ahead and act. And it's not waiting it out or anything, because I do act suddenly at times as well, but it's in great assurance. But as we are moving forward into a world that is unknown more than ever right now, I mean, hey, guess what? We're going to the moon. We're going to the moon. Mars. I mean, there are 300 planets a day. I think I mentioned this. 300 planets a day being discovered by our telescopes already in the deep space. 
just seeking knowledge for us, 300, that makes God huge. God just got a whole lot bigger. So here we are on earth, a little small blue marble, as they say, and we have such importance. Well, I want to donate my importance and give it to people who need it because I found that it's just not all that important. No, it's not. Soon forgotten. All these great things just soon forgotten. And that's what it should be. It should we do something great and wonderful. It should not be like, you know, all that. It should be to you, but not to others. There's a whole new concept of possibilities that are ahead for us now in understanding, you know, that what I do is not important except for temporarily. And that makes me stronger and better because I don't have to be responsible for a lot of, of uh, great things that goes right. I can just keep expecting more inspiration, um, more opportunities where I can experience life. And experiencing life for me is the only thing there is. It's the only thing there is. I, yes, I have a hard time sitting and doing nothing. I like to get out. And I like to share with people the different ways that work. I'm hoping that you will also be looking at those ways and find for yourself that um, not acting quite so quickly, but waiting for um, the inspiration that comes for that particular event or situation, condition that is ongoing, you'll find for yourself that you dared and you were right. There was an energy about that that was a positive energy that set the flow that made things go right because you dared. That's all it takes. And your conscious thinking of all good. Hey, how, how's he going to pull this off? I say to God, how are you going to pull this off? This is impossible. How are you going to do this? This is impossible. And it gets done because I don't answer the question myself as a how I think he's going to do it. I let it go. It's an open-ended question. And it comes back to me answered. That makes for a good world out there. And it makes for good business. It makes for very good business. And most people are in business are afraid to, to make out-of-the-box out um, decisions. But it can oftentimes be the right thing to do. And, and where we are changing so much right now, um, everything is different. We are not the same anymore. We know that from the last year that we've been through. I don't think anybody is the same anymore. And hopefully we are on the upside of that so that we can see the positiveness from it. More positive people making more positive changes because we don't want to see the chaos anymore. We don't want to be a part of it or in our homes and towns or families. And we know that our mental consciousness is one of the biggest and the best ways to make changes in on the planet is in our own consciousness. Now, whether it be your, your meditations where meditators have been paid to pray over a certain country that was at war for 24 hours to stop the war and it stopped. And um, they were, they were not told um, what the country's name was or anything else. They just were given clues to it. And it was, it was really a remarkable thing because these people, they do it as a living. Just pe uh, meditating for the world, peace for the world. And it worked. And they did these tests and these trials. So your mind is, is so, so important to be thinking all the time is, a, is more of a waste when you should be allowing thoughts to rise to you. Yeah, stop the thinking. Let the thoughts rise. Embrace. Fill it with love. Fill your energy field six to eight feet around you. Fill it with love. Love and my little granddaughter. I used to tell her that when she got afraid to put herself like a bunny in a balloon, like at Easter time, the little bunny or chicky in a big balloon that they had at Easter time, do that to yourself. And God is all around you, protecting you, and you're the little bunny inside. 
And that helped her a great, great deal because she was seeing angels and other things at that time that weren't good. And we taught her how to protect herself in these things. And there are children out there today. You know, babies are so smart. We have no idea, really, how brilliant they truly are. I mean, we, we, we know they speak early and they are reasoning rather, rather early these days. But there's so much more that they can't actually um, share with us at this time. And like the animals, our pets, we know that too. The consciousness has changed. We are changed. Our whole lives will be changed. And that's why thinking good thoughts, and if you don't have any, you ask, how's it get better than this? And don't answer the question. Allow the answer to rise and it will come to you because it does get better than this. And you will see how fun it can be. My daughter and I have a game of this. Even if things aren't going well, it's a miserable day and, you know, some things are happening and it's just not a fun day. And we will call another, the other or text each other and say, how's it get better than this? And then we just do a, a laugh afterwards and because we know it does. And then one of us will always say after in the later afternoon or evening, well, here's what happened. And it did get better than that because you were asking the Lord a question. You connect, you're asking a question. How does it get better than this? And in the cosmic heavenly father shows you, shows you here's, well, it can get better like this or this, or, or this could make it better. And we find that consistently. I'd like to share that. Let's try that. Let's do that. Come back next week. And share it with me. How's it get better than this? And see what happens in your life. Because it matters. There are ways. The universe is waiting for you. The universal God is waiting for your um, recognition, approval, delightedness that they are even there in your life with you, as boring as you may be, as excited and, and mischievous as you may be, when you call on them, they are there delightedly. And quite often they give us our answers, but we are still in the intellectual phase of our mind that says, oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, I better not. Or, oh, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. And so we miss that boat, but that's okay because they're there again next time you ask and they'll try again in another way. And then one day you just allow. One day you just allow and you start listening and taking advice, being stimulated to act in your own behalf for your own good and find out it couldn't be any better than that. That was remarkable. Couldn't it be any better than that? As we are reminded more and more about all the people out there to help us, um, the world, again, as we talk about on the moon, we're on Mars, we have consultants and counselors, we have astrophysicists out there. We have uh, people working with our emotional mind to get us in the mindset to be on Mars, on the moon, or actually having the transportation at the degree that it is right now. And then some, for most of us, a lot of us know there's a lot more to it than that. And we regenerate what it is that we need. It, it will be developed in us. Our, the world culture changes. It's, a, it's called an intro, intra-world, intra-world. And the culture will have us with new innovations and you think we have lasers now. Oh my goodness. The stuff that they're going to be doing with laser beams and holograms. And I'd like to have a show on that once uh, uh, soon. Um, there's so much in the advanced out there that we should be aware of. And we should bring that into light because when we're looking to our future, whether you're 30 years old or 50 years old, which is, you know, the new 30 um, life is for you. 
And it has changed. It's not going to be the same again. I promise. It's not going to be the same again. Bring yourself to a place of mind where these, um, the self-care, the molecular structures of yourself, um, our educators are in alignment with how you can think about your future because that is what we want to do. We want to look at our future um, kind of like in the right era of time. And I'm old-fashioned in a lot of ways. I like the old ways, but I kind of have to come into the new ones because they're kind of exciting. I mean, gosh, I've already know what we're doing with molecular healing and things like that is just outstanding in the world. And the innovations that are coming through our data systems and the, our light body, we haven't even begun to explore what happens in our own brain. We use 10% of that brain or less, they say. Mm, what's the rest of it doing? What's, what's, what's the rest of it doing? Because I know that's to be activated. That is to be activated. And is it waiting for a particular time in history like we are approaching now to do that? I think we ought to um, kind of do a nice blending of what we are today with what the future looks like. Because we want to be not in control by any means, but we want the flow going in the right direction for all of us with our different um, and beautiful ways about us, our businesses, our careers, all new, because all these new careers, I mean, all of these future projects are going to create new careers. So you can look at the world out your window now and say, yikes, look at that mess. But it has to kind of turn upside down and empty out before we can fill it again with the goodness of it all. We want to get the, the last of the negativity and the ugliness out so that we can turn everything right side up and really thrive again. And these children that are being born today so brilliantly, they're going to be led by a higher consciousness than what we had as children for certain. And even the children today that we think are quite brilliant doing remarkable things at young ages, even more so than that shall they be because we will be sharing and they will be I call born cable ready. They are ready already. They are ready to be connected in this great way that allows us to trust. Because I trust, I see these kids and I don't see what other people see. I see the love all around them. I see a beauty about them that they are trying to understand right now. And the way the world looks right now is going to ensure that they do succeed because they we're born to make the world a newer and better place. So let's think about your children, your grandchildren. Think about their futures. I think it's time for another break. Let's um, talk about these things on the other side and think more about what it, how it involves your own child, your grandchildren. Yeah, we might miss that part. And they really are adults and really flying in this new world we're talking about. So thanks. Sit with me, will you please? And I'll see you on the other side. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listen for the rewards of volunteering with host Paula Clausen. If you have been considering becoming a volunteer and are not sure where to start, this program will show you how the investment of your time, energy, and belief in making a difference will reap fulfilling rewards. We will also focus on Project Mercy, a volunteer organization that works with poor families living south of our border. Tune in for new episodes every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
with a replay of the show Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make a personal connection with Barbara. It's not for sissies. But if you're on the fence and ready for the change, she can help you. Email barbaraworldtalk at outlook.com. Barbara is a self-proclaimed results junkie, also called a spiritual therapist. Barbara's sessions are just $95 for a half-hour session, although they may run longer because she wants to complete the work with her clients. Instead of being on a rigid schedule, Barbara has enough love for everyone. Email her today at barbaraworldtalk at outlook.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. We always invite you to share your stories, comments, and questions with us by phone during the live show or by email. Call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or reach out to Barbara Cook Talk at Outlook.com. Now, back to The Christ is Right, Not for Sissy. Hi, we're back. Thanks for staying with me. And uh, moving along, we go forward more so. We are talking about uh, subjects about our children and grandchildren and how the future will certainly affect us in a grand way. And I believe in a great way, um, the more valuable our mind becomes and, and the more valuable um, the lightheartedness becomes, we trust more. That's what I think is happening to us. We have been through it. And now it's like, I don't want to be protecting myself anymore. I, I, want, I want what he promised. I want peace. I want to be able to know that I am safe no matter what the conditions are. His hand is over me and I am protected as he promised. And I want to talk about that a little bit too, because as we, the name of the show is the Christ is right. Not for sissies. And we haven't really gotten into that yet. I'm just letting you get to know me a little, but um, I'm quite serious about some of those things because it's, I've lived it, my life on the line. I put it on my line all the time. Not so much in the last seven or eight years, I guess. But it's been there plenty of times. And nearing 70, I can tell you, um, expecting safety works. Expecting things go right work. And it's okay to see the obstacles, but just know that however and whatever happens, you're going to learn from it and you're going to get out of it feeling pretty good. And the people involved are going to get there. Um, selves served also. Sometimes it's going to be a kick in the pants for that person. And that's his way too. Let them fall on their face. Let them. It's okay. We all get up from falling on our face from time to time and we learn more from it. But so that was my psalm. I'll leave you with it because we only have a few minutes left. And I wanted to say it's called, it's the psalm. It's called, um, I call it the 911 psalm. When you're really like scared, you get into trouble, you hear something you weren't expecting, you got the radio on and it's just not good and you, it's scary out there. And so I say, hey, look, go to Psalm 91. I call it the 911 just so that I can remember that it's 91. So read it. It promises that if you are aware and that you are walking in your peace and if you're in the light that is your desire to be of the light and, and be under the hand of God who watches us, takes care of us. I know it's the thoughts of a child, like a child, but it says, come to me like that of a child. And here I am. So it says, may, although briefly 10,000 may fall at your left and 10,000 may fall at your right. My hand will be over you past the pestilence and the locusts and the famine. And it goes on and on the whole column of the Bible promise promising when you walk in his light your desire is to be there all good things are protected does not mean you're you, something's not going to happen to you it means you're going to get through it you're going to be protected and you you of course become a lot stronger from it that's for sure because you can realize that you know um 
I can handle quite a bit, actually, under the circumstances, knowing that everything's going to turn out okay. Have you ever been in the muck of it all? And you're scared to death. And you know that, like, everything's going to be okay. Everything's always okay. I'm always okay afterwards. But you have to go through it to get there. And that's where the trust comes in. He says, trust in me with all of your heart and not onto your own understanding. And that's where I go a lot of the time. I don't get this God. I don't understand this God. As a therapist, spiritual therapist, uh, people have always wanting me to do magic for them. You know, magic can be done and it can be done as soon as you expect goodness to come from something. Goodness that is for you, designed for you, for you, to make you stronger and to make you better. So you act in this faith and you realize that it was there for you all the time. It was there for you in your world. Uh, we live all over the world. I'm in Maine right now and you're in all these other, I guess we cover quite a lot of countries actually where we are served as a uh, voice America, which is a delight. I know a lot of people in different countries. And so in that we are, really so much alike. It's not just rowing down the river together in different boats. We really are all of that. And when we decide we want more, then we find out we have to be more. And in being more, I think I'm going to be okay with that. I want you to come back next week with me. Share with me again. Tell me your stories. Um, you, you'll get it sooner or later. You're going to dare. I know you're going to dare. You'll be with me and stand with me for this. Others want to hear your story. We all, we all need to be supported in all of this. So thank you this Tuesday. And I'll see you next week. Um, tune in, Voice America. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning into The Christ is Right, Not for Sissies. Be sure to join your host, Barbara Cook, for another edition of our program next Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until next time, notice, enjoy, and embrace the blessings in your life.